This episode of Rose Unplugged is brought to you by MyPillow, and they've got a new offer for their Percal sheets. Now, notice this. They are different from the Giza sheets. This is an amazing offer, and it's only while supplies last. They are breathable. They are cool, crisp feeling. They're durable, and they're built to last. They're machine washable, easy to care for, 250 thread count, imported. The Queen's with a set of two pillowcases and a king comes with a set of two pillowcases. All you have to do to get the amazing price on this is put in promo code ROSE. So you want to go to mypillow.com promo code ROSE to get the best deal on the percale sheets. And, and again, there's a limited supply. So get over there right now and do it. And by the way, I want to add my dog Tucker loves his dog bed from mypillow.com. Whatever you buy, you get a discount if you use the promo code ROSE. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Cause I still got a lot of fight left in me. Unencumbered by political correctness. Undeterred in her mission to spread the truth. Unafraid to be a true conservative. She's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is my fight song. This is Rose Unplugged. My power's turned up. Show me right now. I'll be strong. I'll run my fight song. And I don't really care if nobody else Welcome to this episode of Rose Unplugged. You know, we've been talking a lot about China, Taiwan, Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. She is there right now. She plans to meet with the president. So I've asked um, Congressman Guy Rushenthaler, 14th Congressional District here in Pennsylvania, to join us today for a number of reasons. Guy, how are you? Rose, thanks for having me on. Doing well. And uh, hey, I got to back you up just on another point. The caller that you just had on talking about the fact that was wrong. You were you were right in the in the sense of mandatory spending. If I can just clarify the record. Thank you. Uh, you were correct in that that back and forth. Well, thank you for that. And listen, I understand. Look, this is a very I mean, the Republicans want to def- they want to help our veterans. I wish sometimes that we could just pass something that's clearly that, you know, that there's not other things mixed in with it, that, you know, we're very to the point on what we're going to do for veterans and to help them. Why can't we just do that sometimes, Guy? I don't understand. Well, it's because, well, it's because Democrats will never miss an opportunity to, to cram in extra spending or to play political games. You see this with, for example, first responder legislation. Any time there's a natural disaster, uh, because they know if Republicans vote no, they'll get beat up in the media. But the real problem here wasn't the underlying issue. Look, I'm an Iraq war veteran. A lot of my friends uh, have issues uh, from the burn pits and, uh, and other, other things that were going on. They should be compensated and taken yes, care of. Absolutely. The issue was it should be discretionary spending, meaning the Appropriations Committee, which I'm on, should vote for it every year because we moved it into mandatory spending. We totally lost control uh, of that money. It's very hard now for Congress to monitor it. But the Democrats like these mandatory spending bills because it's kind of like a set and forget it with the appropriations process. Uh, that's not how I like to do business. I think that we should evaluate every appropriations bill every year to make sure we're fighting back on waste, fraud, abuse, absolutely. and shifting resources where they need to be shifted. But um, but you were absolutely you were absolutely correct that it is mandatory spending. Okay, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Now I know that you've well, been to China. I'm not to, I, well. You've been to you've specifically. I want to talk about Taiwan. Well, you've been to Taiwan. Yeah, and I've it, been to China and I've been to Taiwan. Yes, yes. 
And you, as a member of Congress, can travel to Taiwan if that's what you choose to do. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. And I can tell you there's a lot of benefit. I was actually in, in Hong Kong as well. Um, there's a lot of benefit because the, you can, first off, you're having very high-level discussions. You're meeting with heads of state, high-ranking government officials. And so you are, remember, I'm on, I was on the Foreign Affairs Committee. I'm, I'm on state and foreign operations right now. So you're conducting business. So it's very important that we as members of Congress can go overseas and meet with foreign dignitaries and conduct business. China, and rarely do you, do you hear me supporting the speaker, but she was right not to back down right. to China and, and, frankly, the White House and the Pentagon, because Biden at the White House and Kirby at the Pentagon were criticizing the speaker on her decision to, to make this trip. Making the trip was the right thing because we need to end what's called the strategic ambiguity around Taiwan. That's right. We also need to end the one China policy. We should recognize Taiwan, the ROC, Republic of China, as a free and independent nation, as it is, remember, it's a democracy, and we should say that we will unequivocally defend Taiwan if it is invaded by China, and we should bring the Japanese, perhaps the Philippines, the, the Indians, the Australians, all in on that, perhaps even via the Vietnamese, to make sure that China knows that there is something like a Pacific version of NATO, and we will contain China. But if we let communist China take Taiwan, they can really threaten us. Um, you know, what's next? Guam, Hawaii. It's all about them wanting to project power in the Pacific. We need to make sure that doesn't happen. And of course, we need to support a, a sister democracy in Taiwan. You know, it's interesting because you bring up uh, policy. Kirby just said, I think it was yesterday, that we haven't changed our position on the policy um, in terms of independence. Uh, but he has to say that, I understand, right? Although he also said, "There's what's, what's all the drama? What do you mean, what's all the drama? China just threatened to kill Nancy Pelosi. That's that's pretty right. dra- dramatic. Exactly. It's, it's again, it's the kowtowing that's coming from Kirby. I, internally, I call him the Baghdad Bob of the Pentagon. Interesting. I mean, he's just absolutely he's absolutely laughable. He's been so wrong so many times. But but he is right that we still have the one China policy. Thank you, Richard Nixon. Just another mistake that Nixon made. Yeah. What we really should do is we should end the one China policy. Because how did that work out for Hong Kong? Remember, it's supposed to be one country, two systems, and now it's one country under a, under a communist dictatorship, and Hong Kong's freedom has been completely obliterated and a lot, to a large extent because we in the West failed to enforce international agreements to keep Hong Kong free and independent. We can't make that mistake with Taiwan. The stakes are too high. Remember, Taiwan, from a, from, I'm a naval, former naval officer, from a, from a naval point of view, Taiwan is like an unsinkable aircraft carrier that's sitting right there in the first island chain of the Pacific. Yes. That's why it was so fought over during World War II, where the, where the Japanese came in in World War II, rather. They had it before World War II be, began. But it's why it was so important to the Japanese, for example. Um, also, the claim that China, the communist China has over Taiwan is completely, it, it's very weak. It, that, that island, Formosa, was a colony of the Japanese. Before then, it was a colony of the Dutch. Uh, there's a there's a native population that has very little in common with the Han Chinese, which is the majority ethnic group in China. They're actually much more similar. The, the native uh, Taiwanese are much more similar to actually the uh, Polynesians that that went out into the into the South Pacific, into Hawaii, etc. Uh, so this claim of territory of territory over Taiwan is ludicrous. And the international committee or the international community should push back and call it out as such. And, of course, recognize Taiwan and say that we will defend Taiwan if, if it's invaded. 
You know, uh, thank you for that information. And I've got two questions. So here's number one. Okay. Should the president have said that the military advises against this trip? Something to that effect. And then later, of course, no, uh, I, Biden I, said, I, no, I didn't say that. But I mean, that wasn't that putting us in a precarious position, quite frankly? It, it was putting it was putting the speaker in a precarious situation. When you're going on these international trips, one of the things that protects you is the fact that you have the full force of the United States behind you. Uh, it's it's what keeps you safe when you're in bad parts of when you're in bad areas of the world. The fact that you have the president undermining uh, the Speaker of the House and by extension all members of Congress shows weakness and vacillation. He should not have said it, and neither should the Pentagon have said it either. Strategic ambiguity. Have we seen that before in this administration? Well, you saw it with Ukraine. That's what you I thought. Saw it when yep. he said that, yep. yeah, he, remember when he said, "We'll take, we'll, we'll, well, um, quote unquote, minor incursion will be okay." That was very ambiguous. Deterrence doesn't work with strategic ambiguity. Deterrence works when you have very clear uh, red lines, and your enemies and adversaries know that you'll enforce those red lines. We saw President Trump enforcing red lines. We saw the Bush administration enforcing red lines. The Obama administration did not. We had chaos in the Middle East, the rise of ISIS. We had Biden neglect red lines, and we saw what's happening with a land war we now have in Europe. God forbid we, we, we lose um, our clarity on Taiwan and continue this path of strategic ambiguity because the issues we're facing with Europe will be 10 times as worse when the Chinese move to take Taiwan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, real quick, did, did, did this trip have to happen right now? Did it have to be Nancy Pelosi? I mean, look, I don't want anything to happen to her. I asked my audience to please pray for her safety. But in the end, I mean, is she showing this? Will she show the strength that's necessary on this visit? I think just being there I, is showing I, strength, I, I, actually, in the light of the threats yeah, that she received. I, I, give, I, give, I give credit to the speaker for yes. not backing down. That's commendable. I give, um, I give her credit for going to Taiwan. Remember, the speaker was a big China hawk. Um, she was very big into the free Tibet movement, which was, which was correct. We should have been doing more to make sure the Tibet state free and independent, and it is now not. But, um, so I'll give, I'll give credit to the, to the speaker, but the real villains here uh, are the people in the government that are kowtowing to the communist Chinese, such as Kirby and Biden. Okay. Yeah, I just, I mean, this is interesting. I, I, I do, I, I do commend her on uh, going through with the, uh, the visit to Taiwan. Um, I, I, I pray for her safety. And, and thank you for clarifying a lot of these things that I, I needed clarified. So thank you, Congressman Guy Rushenthaler, always for joining us. I appreciate the work you're doing. Thank you. Take care. All right, take care. This episode of Rose Unplugged was brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code ROSE. Those are two things you need to remember. And listen, Mike Lindell is a patriot, all right? And he has been canceled in so many places. That's why I make an appeal to you to be sure to spend your money on those things that you need. If you need a pillow, if you need a dog bed, if you need sheets, if you need towels, if you need slippers, those slippers are amazing. I love them. Whatever you need, first go to MyPillow.com because I'll bet they have it. And they'll have it at a good price because you use my promo code ROSE in that little block that asks for it. Promo code ROSE, MyPillow.com. Let's cancel the cancel culture by supporting Mike Lindell and MyPillow. You'll find what you need at MyPillow.com. Promo code ROSE.